Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. The key is to get rid of that debt and start to save money. Yep. You're listening to Beyond the Rut, a podcast about inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Here are your hosts, Sean Albright and Brandon Cunningham. Right. Hello, everybody. Uh, here we are, Beyond the Rut, and I'm one of your hosts, Sean Albright, and got Brandon on the other mic. And as always, Jerry Dugan is our behind-the-scenes guy that makes us sound better than we truly are. The real Jerry Dugan, not that fake one out in California somewhere. Yeah, that's the same joke I think Rena's done every week. <laughs> it's called consistency, my friend. <laughs> so... We're, we're actually, we do this via Skype so we can see each other. We think that kind of helps be a little more conversational. And we were just uh, checking out our drinks of choice. And I'm trying to ignore Brandon on Skype at the moment because he's being a little obscene. <laughs> I resent that remark. <laughs> so I am doing something I rarely do, which is drink a glass of wine. And Brandon is doing something he rarely does, which is drinking a man's drink, which is bourbon. Uh, is that bourbon or apple juice? Okay. Truth be told, it's tea. <laughs> it's unsweet tea. <laughs> I don't actually have any bourbon, but, you know, I thought that was cool. Yeah. All the ice melted in it, so it's very strong unsweet tea, maybe. Oh, that, that makes it a little better. <laughs> okay, so my thought um, was it might wake me up. Yeah, we we both been sitting here yawning like we're uh, just waking up for the day. We're just old. That's all there is to it. We are just we're just getting up there in age. Brandon's what are you pushing? 60, 50? Uh, 63 this weekend, I hope. <laughs> Uh, no, we're, we're not that old. Anyway, um, I think we got a good topic today, and it really falls in line with kind of the point of this podcast. And we're talking about how to really get ready to pursue your dream. And there's a lot of things that probably need to get in order prior to that. So um, kind of just jump right in, just start discussing some things that we recommend that everybody at least take a good look at and make sure you're going down the right path in these certain areas to get yourself ready for it. And kind of pre-show, we were mentioning that pursuing your dream is very much probably like uh, starting a family, having children, that if you are not ready um, in some of these areas, having a baby doesn't make them better. Just like having a uh, having a dream and pursuing it will not make these areas any better. So it's best to get a jump on them while, while you still can. I would agree. There's things you can do to get ready to have a baby, but you're never going to be completely ready, so start moving. There's things you're going to want to do to get ready to pursue your dream, and now's a better time than later, but you're never going to be completely ready. So take a few steps, and that's all this is, is some suggestions that you can put yourself in a better position to start. Right. Yep. So I think, I don't know why, this just came to my mind first, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's the greatest priority, but um, getting out of debt or at least getting your financial house in order, because we know that pursuing a dream probably going to cost a little bit of money. It may cost a lot of money. Um, it may cause you to have to take a, a job that doesn't pay as well as what you're used to 
to be able to have the time to pursue that dream. So doing little things to to get yourself in that financial situation. So what's what's a few you think of right off the bat, Brandon? I think debt is absolutely the big one because debt makes us slave to whatever job we have. And, you know, I can't quit this job. I can't do things that I want to do on the weekends or in the evenings because I've got to focus on this job because it pays the bills. Best thing you can do is get a hold of something like Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace something similar to get out of debt, start paying it off. And I'm not talking debt consolidation, debt rearrangement, and all that other kind of junk. That's all junk. Don't do that. But Dave Ramsey teaches a great course. There's a number of them out there, but the key is to get rid of that debt and start to save money. Yep. And one way to do that, and again, kind of referencing Ramsey here because that's just, he's probably one of the most well-known or at least current day well-known people in this um, in this realm. And he does a thing called Financial Peace University. And the first thing he teaches is getting $1,000 in savings. And it's amazing how many people do not even have that. And that is such a huge deal. That's bailed us out more than a time or two in the past. And it's having $1,000 for emergencies. It's not um, that you need a new couch, he says, or you need to go on a vacation. It is the car broke down or the air conditioner went out in the middle of August or uh, something. Something that's really an emergency, not just goofing off. Right. And like he says, it's absolutely going to happen. If you're older than 30, which probably over over 25, something has happened to you in which you can't go back to your parents. You can't just hand off to somebody else. You've got to actually fix a water pump on the car, air conditioner, hot water heater, washing machine, those kind of things. We just had our washing machine go out a week ago, I think, and just jumped into the emergency fund pulled out a few bucks and paid for the washing machine right off the bat. Never had to blink an eye, never had to worry about it. And that's why it's called an emergency fund. It's a thousand dollars to just throw at an emergency. Yeah, because you look at anything that's going to happen with an appliance in your home that you need or something with your car, you're probably looking at easy $500 no matter what. And so that $1,000, it's very doable. And I've heard some people gripe about that in the past. And like, every time I get my $1,000, something happens and I'll go back to, to zero and I'm starting over again. And I just want to tell them, you're an idiot if that's what you think. Because if you hadn't had that $1,000, where would you be? You wouldn't just be starting back at zero. You would be starting back in the hole. And that's what we're trying to get everybody out of here is getting out of the hole. And most so, of us use a credit card. So that means right. not only a thousand, but a thousand plus a couple hundred dollars in interest, assuming you pay the thing off. So that's why right. it's so important. Right. And and one way to get there, and this also is going to go into the talk about getting a savings going, but it is not that hard to get a savings account opened up, open up a second one if you need to. And first thing you do is, uh, after you've listened to this podcast, if you don't have this going, email or call your HR department, ask them for an additional or an amendment, um, not an amendment, what's the word, a change to your direct deposit and start with something. Start with $20 a paycheck. You're not going to miss it. You can drink light beer for a little while or drink regular coffee instead of lattes or something. You're not going to miss $20 a paycheck probably. That's $40 a month. I'm no mathematician, but you do $40 a month for a year. Brandon, what do we got? Almost $500. Almost $500. And I guarantee you, if you will start that in about three months, you'll realize, wow, I do not notice that $20 and you could probably double it 
to $40 or $50 and keep going till you get to the point where you think, okay, I'm kind of starting to feel this a little bit. Then you're on track to get that going in just a couple of months. And that's so easy. I love that idea of getting getting with HR, get it right out of your check, right off the bat. Like you said, in six to eight months, you should be able to come up with $1,000 to just park. Park it in a savings account. You know, I use a one that's a little bit harder to get into. It's not the one right tied to your checking account. You move it over really quick. It's one that's a little bit more difficult because then you'll leave it alone. You'll only use it for something that's an emergency. And right. HR is the best place to start. And I don't say that about HR about anything. So. <laughs> we never talk highly of HR. <laughs> exactly. If you're in Unless, HR, God bless you. But please don't come to work at my business. I don't want you. And, and please never volunteer to do a PowerPoint presentation. Those are boring enough as they are. We don't need HR's uh, exactly. presentation. <laughs> and if you're in business or if you are alive and somebody says, I want you to do a PowerPoint presentation, even if they're your boss, just punch them in the face and quit and go work someplace else. <laughs> and if uh, if you are in HR or related field and you're mad about this, please email us at therealjerrydugan.com. <laughs> Absolutely. Jerry will take all HR questions. <laughs> okay. So, okay, we talked about debt, and that's also going to be the same theory for getting the savings going. Once you get that $1,000 in in the emergency fund, of course, Ramsey wants you to, to start going into, um, but I don't remember what his second step is. I think it's the six to eight months. Six to eight, yeah, yeah, four to six months or whatever it is. Then you can basically, what you can do is if you lose your job, you've got a couple of months to pay your bills before you have to take another job. And that's a great right. idea. Absolutely uh, endorse it. I did it. I lost my job and took the whole summer off and hung out with my kids, didn't go back to work until August, and it was a blast. It was a great idea because I'd done that. Rather than focus on the three to six months salary, which is important, and and follow Dave Ramsey's advice because he's way smarter than me, start looking at your debt. Get your emergency fund, then you don't have to go into further debt if something happens, but then start looking at debt. Take the smallest debt and start paying it off. And then go to the next one and the next one and the next one. He calls it a debt snowball. I call it an absolute miracle. It's a great idea. I agree. And and with that, what what's funny is um, my family and I, we did the exact same thing at the exact same time that Brandon did. It was just coincidental, but we moved to Colorado and both of us, my wife and I quit our jobs, moved up with the kids. We had the, the means to do so. And I didn't work for roughly four months, I believe. And we just were tourists. We were ha- we were on a, an extended vacation. And it was funny because people kept going to Facebook and saying, oh, it must be nice, this, that, and the other must be nice. And I'm like, actually, it is nice. I'm glad you noticed. Um, it sucked saving it. And it sucked those months where you where you basically didn't go out to dinner at all that month because you were trying to get some things accumulated. But it was worth it. Yeah, the beauty of it is you missed a few parties, you missed a few events, but like Dave Ramsey says, and this podcast is not endorsed by Dave and we don't make money off of Dave, but we've learned a lot from him. But we would like to. So Dave, if you're listening. (laughs) Absolutely. Give us a call. You can also email Jerry. He'll he'll hook us up. Uh, But he says, you know, live like no one else now so you can live like no one else later. And that's basically what y'all did. And it's funny because in America, the society said, what's wrong with Sean and Jessica? You know, how come they don't have, they don't have jobs? Something must be horribly, horribly wrong. And it's like, no, we're, 
deciding what we want to do. I'm not yeah. endorsing you going out and finding yourself and all that hippie stuff, but <laughs> if you save money, then you get to decide what happens as opposed to your boss or somebody else. Right. And in the context that we're talking about pursuing your dream, that that's a necessary part to it because um, so many people you talk to say, oh, I'd like to do this or I'd like to do that, but I can't. Got to pay the bills, you know, and they start rattling off all these woe is me phrases, you know, like the bills don't pay themselves. I got hungry mouths to feed at home. No kidding. We agree. We get it. We do too. The, the fact is though, get out of debt and that's one piece out of your way and you can start pursuing that dream. So um, I think we kind of covered that one. We could we could turn this into one big financial conversation, but the point is, is to cover a lot of different aspects. So the second one that I have on here is your marriage. And again, just like having a baby, so many people you hear think, well, my marriage kind of sucks, so maybe we'll have a baby and that'll fix it. No. So if you're doing the same thing with your dream job or your goals or, you know, whatever it is you're wanting to pursue. Hey, my marriage kind of sucks. Maybe if I pursue this dream and this goal, it'll just fix everything. I have news for you. That is incorrect. Absolutely. And, you know, and Sean and I are obviously both married. We, you know, I have five kids. He has two. Uh, Mine are a little older. His are young. Nothing in our lives says, hey, you got all the extra time in the world you need. And if you're thinking, well, you know, I want to open up my own business. I want to do this. I want to do that, which is obviously what this podcast is about. You are not going to be able to squeeze that into a broken relationship with your kids or your wife. So build the savings up, the emergency fund too, but also build up your relationship with your wife and kids because you're going to need them to support it. And if you're a woman, obviously I'm talking about your husband, but Anyway, build that up so you've got that support because every successful person will tell you somebody was behind them supporting them and encouraging them. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content like podcast episodes or YouTube videos into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, Back to the show. Yep, that's that's right. And and also these two really go together. When you start working to get out of debt as a couple, guess what? I bet your marriage will improve if it's if it's in a bad spot, it'll probably get to a better place because for one, you're working on a common goal, which is always good. And secondly, you're not you're not stressed as much when you get to that point. There's just something that a little bit of a burden goes off of you. When you get out of debt, you really do have kind of this new attitude. There's there's way less stress and, and we all know that majority of marriages, um, you know, the ones that end in divorce, the overwhelming statistic is that financial issues were at play. So working on your marriage and working on your finances really do go kind of hand in hand. One will benefit the other one and they both do a, you know, do something for you to, to help you pursue that dream, that goal, that new career, whatever it is. Yeah, and chances are he or she is already in, 
in uh, agreement with that. They want you to do something that makes you happy, that shows passion and drive. And so if your your passion is to, you know, open up a, a driving range for golfers, then they will probably support you if you show the discipline that it takes to do it. Now, somebody's yeah, you... out there thinking, well, I've already done this a couple of times, and every time I bring it up, my wife's like... Oh, here's another idea that you're going to get into that you're not going to complete, and we're never going to move past it. Laying all of this groundwork ahead of time shows you're serious about it. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, like, if you're wanting to open up a driving range and you have the balls to do it, I'm sure she'll be... <laughs> no pun intended. Okay, sorry, that that was terrible. It, it would have been a lot better if I could have, you know, said it right whenever you mentioned it, but... I had to go back. So, <laughs> okay, so let's move on from there. <laughs> um, I believe the next area really would be your health. And nothing will slow you down in pursuing your dreams and goals like terrible health. And that could be not necessarily some chronic condition, but just being overweight, under, under, underslept, underrested, <laughs> not sleeping enough, um, and not exercising. Those are going to play a really big impact on the amount of energy you have. And if you're going to really pursue something, you're going to need every ounce of energy that you can muster. So getting in some kind of routine where you're hydrating yourself a little more, you're going for a, an evening walk every once in a while, watching what you eat a little bit more, you're going to need that to, to be mentally sharp. And this is an area where we are obvious experts. Both <laughs> Sean and I are previous triathletes. We both won the CrossFit Games at various times in our lives. None of that stuff's true. Both of us have struggled with this for years and years and years. So some of our wisdom, especially a lot of our parenting wisdom and marriage wisdom, comes from messing up in the past. So <laughs> what we're telling you is this is something we've faced in building this. Because we're not just building a podcast to tell you things that make sense. We're building a business. I mean, ultimately, this becomes a consulting business where we can help businesses do better uh, with their staff and their and their strategies and their vision. So this is something we're currently in. So you're not listening to somebody who's done it successfully over a long period of time. You're listening to a podcast from two guys that are currently in it. These are things that we face every day to live this out so we can eventually be where we want to be, and that is beyond the rut. Yep. Yep. Wow. Thank you, Brandon, for getting our title in there. That was, that was (laughs) excellent. No, we've actually probably been kicked out of a few buffets for staying around too long. So that's, that's kind of where we have been over the years. And, but really that, and like Brandon's saying, the reason I even bring that up is I know that that's been my issue in the past where I'm going for a promotion or I'm going for some big project or whatever's going on. And the next thing I know, right when I get in the midst of trying to prepare something or do something that's uh, significant, I'd rather go home and sit in front of the, the TV, sit on the couch, get a bowl of cereal because that's kind of my, my weakness and um, continue to be lazy and I'm just mentally, I'm just mentally not ready. And if you're going to really pursue something that is completely outside your comfort zone, something you've wanted to do for a long time, there's enough things to derail you. Don't let, don't let your gut be that thing. Absolutely. And and we're just like Sean said, we're just like you sitting and watching Netflix, having a beer, watching the football game, not going out for a jog or, you know, lifting something, mowing the yard. We're 
just like everybody else. We're just your average guys that know what it feels like to work a very good job with good benefits and good pay, but it's not enough. It doesn't drive us. It doesn't wake us up in the morning. So what we want to do is something different. And if that's you, then you're the one we're talking to. Now, if you're saying to yourself, but I've got a great job that I really love and I'm passionate about it, that's great. A lot of this will apply to make your job better, but it does take great endurance to stay up late. Sean and I have stayed up late. We've woke up early. We've, you know, text back and forth or email and we're creating plans. We're doing all of this stuff. And at times the kids and the wife want our attention. We have to stay up a little later, or get up a little earlier to get this stuff done because we've got to do it outside the family. That takes mm-hmm. endurance. Totally right. And, and with that, I mean, I know we've plugged uh, Dugan's stuff before, but since he's um, not in front of the mic, he has some resources he can put in the show notes. And he's done the, uh, forget the exact name of it, but it was how to lose weight using your smartphone. I believe Is that so. correct? He's got We're going to go with that. The We're going to go. Yep. So um, check that out. I believe it's 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 very reasonable in price, and it's something that he created because he's just like us. He he was overweight. He was tired. He was tired of being tired. And the one thing he has at his disposal is all kinds of apps and things on the phone that he used to help him track his weight and track his exercise, track his fluid intake, and all of that. And he's very successful. I think he dropped forty or fifty. Or more? 340, something 340 pounds. The key to, to, <laughs> to Jerry, too, was accountability. He told everybody what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really key because when you tell everybody, hey, I'm trying to lose weight, then when you meet up with your guy friends or, or you know, your girlfriends or at a party or whatever, they are holding you accountable to not make three or four trips to the uh, little buffet bar or whatever, you know, and so that helped him a lot because he brought a lot of us in and said, hey, I really want to lose weight and get healthy for my family. And even if you're not starting a business, this is a great idea because your kids are going to need you long term. And as yeah. somebody whose kids are now, all my kids are 18 or over except one, I want to stick around for the grandkids. Otherwise, the rest of it really wasn't worth it. You know, it was a yeah. huge bunch of work for Nothing. So, <laughs> yeah, and and with Jerry, with the accountability, I mean, you know, Brandon and I are perfect examples of. We told him that we were going to be there with him and help him along the way. We lied. We didn't do it ourselves, but he didn't know that. He yeah. thought. <laughs> so if if you need that kind bit. of account, if you need that kind of accountability, hit Brandon and I up. We're really good at checking in to make sure you're doing what you're you said you wanted to do. So absolutely, um, <laughs> we will, we will do that free of charge. We will pretend to follow along with you and your journey and you know if you ever watch the biggest loser and how they yell at you and every day they show up and they talk to you a lot we won't do any of that we will just text you from time to time and say hey fatty are you losing weight that's all we'll basically do but that's free we don't charge extra for that and what a value what a value there you go all right, so guarantee if you don't lose weight too. <laughs> All right, so um, moving us from one bad joke to a uh, to another, let's um, change subjects here. And I think the last on my list, anyway, for things to do prior to your pursuit is getting your habits in check. So, and by that I mean developing habits and not 
and try not to develop too many new bad ones. So a lot of these things that we just talked about with health and debt and even your relationship, those are habits. And trying to, I guess when I was coming up with this, I'm thinking more along the lines of of ways to develop accountability. And what's the other word I'm looking for, Brandon? Jump in, help me out. I think just accountability and, and discipline. discipline, you know, you, you've got <laughs> to develop those, you know, and, and John's trying to discipline his mind to remember things. And, you know, the, the accountability builds discipline. You know, if you, if you watch people, you know, on the famous people or, or somebody, you know, a friend or whatever that maybe goes jogging every morning at five o'clock or, you know, has that six pack abs or, you know, that perfect body that you want. Don't and and sit back and think, man, I wished I was them. Go to them and say, hey, I'm never going to look like you. Never. And I'm okay with that. But maybe you can help me not smoke, not drink, not eat fried food, you know, not skip water every drink. You know, the best thing you can do for your body in whether you're a male or female, young or old, is drink more water. And I know we started this podcast with saying, you know, Sean's drinking wine and I'm drinking unsweet tea, but <laughs> um, I drink water. I drink at least a gallon of water a day, every day, no matter what, I drink at least a gallon of water. And the benefit to it is I just feel better. I feel fuller and and that's a great benefit. But go find these people that you want to be like and ask them questions. They love yeah. to help people. Yep. Agree. And the thing with the the habits is don't take on too many at the same time because I've done that. Brandon's done that. And we've got a couple of friends that do that about every six months where they will come out with a list of 27 things they are going to change and they're going to start doing this and stop doing this. And you look at this list and you think, holy cow, nobody could do any of those things all at one time. So pick one, make a little change. You don't have to go cold turkey on some things or well, maybe you do. Maybe that's the answer sometimes. But I've generally found that taking small changes changes over time, those are the ones that you maintain for for an extended amount of time. So don't wake up and go buy brand new workout clothes and brand new workout shoes and go run three miles for five days in a row because guess what? Day six, you'll probably be in so much pain. You'll quit and you won't do this again until another year and your only memory will be, yep, tried that before. It didn't work. And nothing breeds failure like failure. You know, like you said, I spent all this money, I did all this stuff, and I still look the same way. Do one thing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and like if you smoke and you drink and you eat terrible food, everybody on the planet will tell you you should not do any of those things. But stop one of them, preferably right. the smoking because that's just stupid waste of money and you could build up your emergency fund faster. But <laughs> do one thing. Don't wake up on January 1 and say, I'm going to lose a 1,000 pounds and I'm going to enter a triathlon. It's just don't be unrealistic with this. Right. And with all of these things that we're talking about, these major categories, I don't think any of them are good to just jump in both feet where you're, you're you're overdoing it. So like debt, we already talked about that. Do $20 and then add to it. Health, go for a walk a couple of days a week and and then add to it as you go and then, and then start doing some weightlifting or some push-ups or whatever it is that you want to do. We're not talking routines here. We're just talking habits. With marriage, you, I don't even know with with that everything's small in most of the time, but maybe it is um, being romantic. Maybe it's going out on a date once in a while, uh, meaning – 
every other week or something of that nature. It's something that's going to be small, but that will be noticeable and add up over time. So I think if, if, if anything you can take away from this podcast, it is you can do these things that we're talking about, but you're not going to do them tomorrow. You're going to do them hopefully by this time in six months or in three months, you're going to see a noticeable change in all in all of these areas and and you may have different areas that you think man I really do want to do this certain job down the road but don't want to uh you know I don't want to be derailed whatever it is add to this um but I think these are four good good places to start absolutely you can do this so all right so uh we're going to close it out because we are right at our imaginary time limit that we have set for ourselves <laughs> for these podcasts and uh anyway we hope you guys enjoyed this one and we'll be back next week with something else thank you for joining us on this episode of beyond the rut be sure to head over to itunes to rate review and subscribe to our show then share us with your family and your friends you can also check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash zero zero nine and by the way sean brandon i knew you guys weren't following along in that workout plan I just didn't say anything. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash Cap Show, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.